A very good morning. Wishing you a wonderful Monday and a great week ahead. Welcome to today's episode. We're talking about three things. US stocks had their best week since February. Personal spending stalls and the week ahead. US stocks rallied to their best week since Feb, lifted by robust gains among shares of everything from banks to oil producers and manufacturers. Markets raced higher from the get-go last week. Stocks jumped Monday, sending the Dow Jones to its biggest one-day climb since March. While the pace of gains slowed over the following days, stocks nevertheless kept mostly rising, allowing the S&P 500 to notch fresh closing highs both on Thursday and Friday of last week. The moves mark a sharp reversal from just a week earlier when the Dow suffered its worst stretch since October after the Federal Reserve signal it would aim to raise interest rates sooner than previously anticipated. Driving the bounce back, investors say, was data signaling a fresh acceleration in the world economy as well as optimism over the prospect of additional fiscal stimulus. President Biden and a group of 10 centrist senators agreed to a roughly $1 trillion infrastructure plan Thursday that could go towards improving the electricity grid, transit, roads and bridges and other forms of infrastructure. The S&P final was up 0.3% on Friday and rose about 2.7% for the week, marking its biggest weekly gain since February. The Dow was up 0.7% and added about 3.4% for the week. And the Nasdaq actually fell on Friday for by about 0.1% but added about 2.4% for the week. Still, investors say the back and forth in markets over the past two weeks suggest there is still lingering uncertainty over the path of interest rates, inflation and monetary policy. That combined with the relatively low levels of volatility in markets lately has left money managers cautioning that there could be some bumpy stretches ahead for stocks. The, the CBOE volatility index which tracks traders' expectations for swings in the stock market last week traded at its lowest levels of the year. Energy shares were among the biggest gainers in the broad market the past week, jumping alongside the price of crude oil. Occidental Petroleum was up 18% over the week, posting its biggest weekly gain of the year. Marathon Oil and Devon Energy were also up about 11% apiece. Bank stocks also powered higher as Treasury yields climbed. The bank index was up about 6.9% for the week. Shares of industrial companies also helped lead the markets higher alongside energy and financials. Economically sensitive industrial shares often rise when investors believe growth will pick up. United Rentals, which rents heavy equipment to construction and industrial companies, added about 8.3% for the week, while farm and landscaping equipment maker Deere added about 6.4%. We got some data as well on Friday. Personal spending in the United States was unchanged in May 2021, following an upwardly revised 0.9% growth in April and missing market expectations of a 0.4% increase. An increase in spending for services was mostly offset by a decline in spending for goods. Within services, increases were widespread, led by recreation services, food services and accommodations, as well as housing and utilities. A decrease in spending on motor vehicles and parts was the leading contributor to the decrease in goods. Meanwhile, the annual core PCE inflation, the Fed's preferred gauge of inflation, rose to about 3.4%, the highest since 1990s and in line 
with market expectations. Looking ahead for the week, the OECD meets on Wednesday to hammer out a proposal on a global minimum corporate tax that could generate about $150 billion in extra revenue for global governments. The big two data points that we'll be looking out for, one will be from the US, the other from China. From the US, US labor market report will be in focus. Friday's June non-farm payrolls would be what we'll be looking out for. Consensus is for 700,000 jobs, which would be the best showing in a year. Though investors may be on an edge if the number disappoints again, the unemployment rate is seen edging down to about 5.7%. ISM data a day earlier may show supply chains remain fractured is what Bloomberg Economics is writing. The second important data point that we'll be looking out for is China's manufacturing PMIs, which will be out on Wednesday and Thursday. They may show a bit of slowing according to consensus, reinforcing some of the views that the recovery is maturing. Elsewhere, Bank of Japan's Tankin survey will probably show a sharp jump in sentiment in the second quarter, reflecting a growing consensus that the worst of the pandemic is over. That is the update. Stay safe and healthy. I'm taking a break tomorrow. I'll speak to you on Wednesday. Thank you.